It's the final day of February, which has been a bit of a mess, hasn't it? Another round of snow is coming through tonight. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. It is Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Kathy Werzer. We'll have the rest of the forecast in just a few minutes. A Minneapolis man faces sentencing this morning for killing 15-year-old North High School student Deshaun Hill. Matt Sepik has more. Following a trial last month, a Hennepin County jury took only an hour to convict 30-year-old Cody Forincom of second-degree intentional murder in the shooting death of Deshaun Hill. Prosecutors said Forincom grew increasingly angry on February 9th of last year after an unknown person punched him and stole his phone early that day. After Deshaun left North High around noon, Forincom confronted him on a sidewalk and fired three shots. One struck Deshaun in the back of his head while he was walking away wearing an orthopedic boot because of a broken foot. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty has said she'll seek the longest prison term that state law allows. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. The Minnesota House and Senate Higher Education Committees are meeting tonight to recommend candidates to the full legislature for the University of Minnesota's Board of Regents. The slate of 12 candidates includes some familiar names. Former Gopher athlete and businessman Bill Humphreys, former Congressman Bill Luther, ICU nurse and union leader Mary Turner, and retired Alina Health CEO Penny Wheeler. Governor Tim Walz says he'll push for a partial tax exemption on Social Security income this session rather than wiping away all state taxes on the monthly benefit. He spoke after the latest state revenue forecast was released yesterday, and it shows a $17.5 billion surplus. Wall says he agreed to a full exemption last year when Republicans controlled the state Senate, but that Republicans chose not to pass that measure, and he says that deal has a shelf life. Every single one of them walked away last May because they wanted a political message rather than that. So again, no crocodile tears from this. I certainly was a deal that we made. That deal had a shelf life. They chose to roll the dice and they lost. Wall says there are now better ways to help seniors. Republicans and some Democrats ran on a pitch to eliminate the tax on Social Security income during the 2022 campaign. Our proposal to send $5 million more to Minnesota food shelves is on the way to the governor's desk for a signature. The Minnesota Senate yesterday voted 60 to 7 for a bill that would fund emergency support to the food shelves. DFL Senator Aaron May Quaid of Apple Valley says the rising cost of food and the end of pandemic era nutrition assistance caused a spike in demand. We are looking at a huge demand on our food shelves across the state. And so this bill will help food shelves be stocked with the huge increases that we have across the state and in communities. And we know that this emergency funding is actually needed now. Nonprofits reported that Minnesota food shelves saw a 54% increase in demand last year compared to 2021. The Minneapolis Public Schools will decide which after-school activities will be held today after the district has dealt with several days of technology disruptions. Last week, the district experienced what it called technical difficulties because of an encryption event that affected Internet, phones, cameras, badge access, copiers, printers, and building alarms. An MPS spokesperson says many systems are now up and running throughout the district and no personal information was compromised during the technical difficulties. Students and staff were instructed to update their passwords. The district is investigating the incident. Empire Township will be formally recognized as Minnesota's newest city today. The community, now known as Empire, Minnesota, is located in Dakota County on the southern edge of the Twin Cities metro area. The city's first ever mayor, Trent Larson, says without the change, the township likely would have been divided between three other surrounding cities. 
it's fantastic news now that we're starting to grow. We can solidify our borders and we can plan for our future now. Empire, Minnesota has a population of approximately 3,200 people. It was organized as a township more than 160 years ago. Sports, the Wild host the New York Islanders tonight in St. Paul. They've won five of the last six games. The Timberwolves play the Clippers tonight in L.A. The Wolves are trying to stop a losing skid at three games. Forecast today, not too bad, really. Mostly sunny skies, highs will hover Around 30, 32 degrees tonight, well, that's when a storm system comes through with snow and some freezing rain. Tomorrow morning could be a bit of a mess. Several inches of snow is expected. And finally, the beloved Berkey, the American Berkebiner, drew a big field in Hayward, Wisconsin last week, and as skiers made their way to the finish line, spectators were treated to an unusual sight, a pair of skiers sharing the same skis operating in tandem. Chris Parr and Joe Dubay skied the entire 55-kilometer race on a single pair of skis, and they did it in four and a half hours. Not too bad, really. Joe says skiers often joke about skiing in tandem, but the friends decided to just do it. The main issue? Constant communication on where they're going. If they don't communicate, they crash. And they did at least once during the race. People were curious, why did Chris and Joe ski the Berkey as a team? Well, that is a whole other story, and I'll let my friend Boyd Hoopert of Care 11 tell it. Check out the story on the Care 11 website. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org. You can download our news app or just turn on the radio. I hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Worser.